All right, welcome everyone to a Fat Cats AMA this 24th of March. Um, I am recording live from the Isle of Sark. And um, now I think we can talk more candidly um, about kind of our progression of things. So firstly, we'll be talking next week in the council about possibly making AMAs monthly. Um, I think, you know, we're going to now go back to newsletters monthly and probably do an AMA with it kind of thing. The reason I've been avoiding newsletters is not, well, I'm, I'm a little bit lazy at times, but it hasn't been the reason. Uh, the main reason has been that I didn't want to kind of jinx things. I, I had a a bit of a hunch that I would have trouble, trouble getting out of Israel and I wasn't wrong, uh, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, I mean, I, I was held up for like 45 minutes with border control in Israel and then another 45 minutes with Guernsey. You know, this is what happens when, when shit hits a fan, you know, time period with banks and everything. Everyone suddenly steps up and is checking for money laundering and who's escaping and who's running away and who's... It's just the nature of the beast. So, number one, I didn't want to jinx it. And number two, I didn't want to... Uh, talk openly about kind of our plans for trusts and estates and all of that because that kind of becomes like an acknowledgement that we're a security, right? So in other words, I want to first, I wanted to hint at things and wait until, you know, we had kind of clarity on things. So right now, number one, we're continuing to work on our track record, which we're still employing the four same policies we were before. Um, I'm really happy that we're only holding a one Azuki at the moment and one Clone X, both of them premium ones. So, you know, we'll hold on to them or I'll use to use them to trade. But uh, essentially, we're very we're very liquid on the blue chip trader. So we're able to now see some opportunities. And I can tell you what I'm going to be focusing on. I'm focusing on Yuga assets, Azuki um, also potentially coders and other side deeds as we go into this, you know, depending on what I see from the playtest. And then I'm looking also at issuing loans and all, and buying items of auctions because a lot of the whales uh, really can't afford, you know, they've, they've also in a bit of tight liquidity because they want to be playing crypto, right? We, we're in this stage right now of Bitcoin supremacy. So the entire kind of ETH ecosystem is down. So I think there's going to be a lot of good opportunities for me to grab right now. Uh, it's nice to see, for example, that, you know, Kennel Club's down to 6 ETH and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, we don't have many assets on the book. We have, you know, a lot of um, liquidity. So that's going to be a good opportunity. I think, let me just check, but I think uh, for the blue chip trader, we have something like... Um, we have something like 54 ETH just liquid. So yeah, some good opportunities there. On the emerging blue chip, Bella couldn't make it today, but she's predominantly focusing on pudgy penguins. Uh, and we're keeping an eye on chimpers and meme land as well. That's kind of our main looking zone at the moment. We have downgraded um, the proof ecosystem and doodles. We have not downgraded Artifact. And the reason being is Clonex is like one action away from, you know, produce, you know, they're, let's put it like this. The community understands what they're building and they one step away from like knocking it out of the park and people going, you know what, they can, they can pull it off, right? So they just have not delivered particularly well. 
but everyone gets what their product offering is. Whereas doodles and proof are having a full-blown identity crisis, right? Proof has basically scrapped all the things that they promised to be and are now trying to reassess what the hell they are. And doodles, you know, keeps getting a kick in the head. And you can see in the Discord, you know, some of the team are, are starting to be rude and are stressed out and all of that, you know, not a good look. In addition, people really, I don't know, you know, they had never actually stated it because they were going to be on the Flow network, but everyone assumed Doodle's 2.0 mass adoption would come from Instagram, right? Now that Instagram has pulled the plug on NFTs, it's starting to look very questionable what Doodle's plan is. So we have, we're going to continue to monitor them. We're doing reports on them, but we have downgraded um, those ecosystems. Um, I do want you to have a look, though, at the research because we just put out two solid reports. Thank you, Pearl. Uh, we put out... Uh, uh, let me just check again why. One second. They're not there yet. Okay, we're going to have two reports, one on Yuga derivatives and one on token gated communities. So if you keep an eye, um, if you keep an eye on the Fat Cats research, the token gated community one is like, you know, uh, projects like Metaverse HQ and all of that. But it's, it's a very solid way to look at things because, you know, we sometimes miss projects as an opportunity. But by doing a core report on it, we're able to jump in when we see a similar trend, right? Because people often like to repeat things. And similarly with Yuga derivatives. Now, one thing to keep an eye on, although you know it really depends how well the test tomorrow goes, is Vora. Um, they are a derivative of like, they are basically the equivalent of mutant hounds you know, like mutant hounds with a companion to, to mutants. So Vora are like a companion to, um, to coders. So if tomorrow goes very well, we can expect some interesting things there and they are minting in like a week or something. Um, so have a look at that. Have a look at that. Um, but yeah, we're going to keep an eye on some of those derivatives because they might be a good buy and flip opportunity for us. So that's also with our merging blue chip. And then the other report that Poe is working on right now is art, right? Because, you know, it's it's kind of like this ecosystem has gone full circle. When people start to get confused where the value is, they tend to go back to the basics, right? And so if you see there's, we go in waves, right? Like Iconic Moments is about to do their kind of drop now and stuff like that. So what tends to happen is the things go in, in waves and uh, yeah. So we, we're, we're looking at actual art, um, like art blocks and stuff like that, because those might be good trading opportunities as well. Because when one starts to move, they all tend to move. So we're getting that report done so that we can start to add that to our repertoire as well. Uh, on the gold front, Nadia still thinks the market is a bit choppy. Uh, so she's been holding out over there a little bit, but she's expecting to heavily start trading again probably near the end of this month. Uh, and then similarly, Parker's got us in a lot of cash and he's waiting for confirmation signals with either Wrapped Bitcoin uh, or Ethereum. 
um, or, or Matic. And then we've also now added Arbitrum to the list and Blur is also on our list. Is, is that correct, Parker? Um, I know you can't speak, but if you just want to type anything in Cafe Text Chat, um, super. So that's basically where we're up to. And then on, uh, ah, I see some questions. Let me pause and see some questions. Yes, we are doing a report on that as well. That is actually our next report after the art ones. Uh, we were just waiting kind of for the marketplaces and stuff to to start to open. Uh, Magic Eden has just mentioned that they are doing a marketplace. So that's going to make it a lot easier for us all to be able to, um, yeah, to see what, you know, where the volume, where the real numbers are. Because... The problem with auditors is so much of it was being done like, you know, like almost like a bookie, right? Like on the back envelope, you trusted the artist, maybe this, maybe that. So I think in the next two to three weeks, we'll see a, a lot of clarity. Um, you know, by the time we finish our report in Magic Eden, we should be able to actively trade ordinals. So yes, ordinals is is definitely something because it links, as you, as you state so well, right? It, as we start to see this focus again into art, ordinals are like the ultimate collectible. And we're also now moving into Bitcoin dominancy, you know, again, uh, for those, you know, this is a chart for you on Bitcoin dominance. Let me show you. And so as all eyes start to trust Bitcoin, um, you know, this is a really good opportunity. Um, yeah, you can see. Here we go. So thank you for bringing that up, AA. Um, then the next part on the agenda is kind of starting from next month. Uh, the second pillar that we talked about was regulatory stuff. So I will be starting to speak to Carrie Olson and a few other lawyers uh, to see what kind of structures we can put into place. Um, if you want to go more into that, you know, I, I can do another lecture on that. I, I did mention a few of the other AMAs, but essentially I am kind of going to come and present you the different options. But basically just to give it in a nutshell, there's two, there's two different questions we're having to deal with. Question number one is, can we wrap Fat Cats itself in a legal entity, right? Meaning... You all are essentially shareholders in Fat Cats, right? So how can we um, have a structure, a legal representation where we can have a bank account and insurance and, and be recognized as an entity and still give you all equity in that, right? So do we do a trust company and, and the council act as advisors and, you know, the snapshot basically counts all of your votes. It's like a bearer share, Okay. Uh, and, you know, can that structure work even for Americans or not? So that's the question of ownership, right? And then the second question is, okay, now that we've established the core ownership, who owns Fat Cats, um, 
you know, we don't just want to be this one trick pony, right? We don't want to just have fat cats genesis and manage, you know, the money we have. We also want to be able to increase, you know, expand other products. So for example, if the gold strategy works really well, we might want to spin off a gold fund, right? Or if we really start to get bullish on other side, we might want to have a metaverse fund and so on. And so then the, that's a separate question of products, right? Can we um, start to create products? And um, that will probably only be allowed for Europeans and accredited American investors. But if we structure the ownership part right, then even people who couldn't come in as an accredited investor, by owning a fat cat, you'll own a piece of all those pies, right? Because every fund that we form, fat cats will be kind of the manager of that fund. And we would also put some of our money into that. So you would all own a piece of those pies, right? As as by holding a fat cat, right? By holding a fat cat, it's like holding a piece in Berkshire Hathaway, which is a holding company of all different companies, right? That's the way to look at it. Whereas other people, non-fat cat holders, might say I'm only interested in other side and they will invest in the specific metaverse fund, if that makes sense. And then the third potential benefit is if we set up these structures right and we get a fiduciary license and so on, we can become a fund manager for other people who, who, you know, who want to create products like Nadia for gold and different things. And we can then earn income, you know, for doing the administration for them, right? Setting up the structures, managing it, speaking to the Guernsey Financial Authority and so on and so forth. So those are the three different pillars that I'm trying to work out what are the options for, because kind of the worst case scenario is that, um, you know, we're deemed here now to be a security. Uh, the SEC says, you know, at least you don't have staking and uh, a coin, uh, and a promise of, of income every month. So you've violated security law when you issued fat cats, but you're not in constant violation now. And then all that would happen is, you know, if we ever wanted to do a distribution, uh, we would have to geo-block, you know, the claim so that we can say that we didn't try to offer a security to Americans, right? Because we're not an ongoing security. We're not like Kraken who, you know, is offering you staking rewards, right? Which is like a interest-bearing account. So, but then we wouldn't be able to offer, you know, do a new race for juniors. We wouldn't be able to have other products and stuff like that, which is just, again, it's not the end of the world, right? We still have fat cats, but we could be a lot bigger, right? It's a pity not to leverage this amazing set of governance and research and everything else we've done, right? Because ultimately, we want to be able to leverage what we're building over here, right? A solid research department. We have probably the best governance out there for a DAO. You know, we operate really smoothly, as Bella's put it. If you talk to kind of other people, uh, Willow, I'm just going to mute you, okay? Uh, a lot of other DAOs don't really coordinate as well as we do in terms of governance and things like that. So, you know, we have a lot going for us and it would be a terrible pity if we couldn't expand it, right? Or offer kind of administrative services to people who are good traders, but don't know how legally they're able to take on funds, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, to summarize again, we've got the question of how do we get equity you know, your fat cat is supposed to be a pro rata vote and share, which is essentially a stock, right? That's equity. So how do we get your equity in a legal wrapper? Then question number two is, 
um, under what status can we start to offer targeted products, right, which will probably only be to accredit investors and institutions, which again is fine because if we've solved the equity side, then you guys can all buy and sell fat cats as your way of having a piece of all of those pies, okay? Uh, and then, of course, any of the profits come in, go back to all the fat cats, et cetera, et cetera, like we're doing now with our with our different strategies, just instead of the strategies all being, you know, part of our core kind of holdings, would have them spun off as different funds. And then the third question is, if we've got all of this infrastructure in place, what can we leverage? Can we leverage our research into a, a product for clients? Can we leverage our um, administration power to be a fund administrator for others, right? Like, like in came like a lot of Groups like Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan are fund administrators. Could we be a fund administrator and earn an, a monthly administration fee from other people, other groups who want to, you know, say, look, I don't want to get into all the legal mess. I just want to manage, you know, I'm a great trader. You know, I've got people that want to give me $300,000. Can you guys do the administration for it? Uh, I think we have a question over here. Um no worries, no worries, Willow. All good. So that's where we're up to, friends. Um, April, I think, will be heavily about that question. Um, you know, I think it's going to look that Dylan had kind of prophetic vision over here because I couldn't have got timing better. I really don't, though. But you can, you know, if you want to make the mystique and the legend of me bigger around the space, go for it, friends. But luckily, you know, I just, I just knew this from the 2008 situation that you know the banks would start to tighten up regulation would become the uncomfortable topic for the next three years so i just moved in time for that but what's been really kind of fortuitous is that you know guernsey came out with its legislation in september those laws went into effect in january that means that Mar february and march and april you know all of the different accountants and lawyers over here are working out practical products and so by the time i start to speak to them you know mid mid april end april early april um they should know from their relationships with the financial authorities of guernsey what's kind of viable and what's not so um really lucky timing i think and uh yeah you know i'm I, I don't want to mince kind of words over here i think this is going to be a very a very uncomfortable um a very uncomfortable year for the crypto space. I think there'll be a lot of profit opportunities, but I think it's going to be very uncomfortable. And um, yeah, we certainly, you know, that, you know, we, I think we're ready for that, right? We knew what we were getting into. I think Fat Cats, we minted into a dangerous market in the first place. We've been very long-term focused over here. I think the, those who are fat cat holders who got frustrated about, you know, profit not being immediate have already sold out. I think we've consolidated nicely. So, you know, right now, as I say, we're building track record. We're building up the research department. We're then focusing heavily on the legal stuff now, which I can talk about more openly. And, and then we will start to do a lot of branding and things. So that's where we're up to. Um, and uh, yeah. A, you know, definitely art and ordinals is a big thing. And this is definitely going to be a moment for ordinals because we're definitely in this Bitcoin supremacy moment. So, you know, that's that's an opportunity for us. So that's where we're up to, everyone. Um, I'm exhausted, but very happy. I, I've settled in nicely. I just put in a big Amazon order. So I've got everything I needed. The only thing that's taking me a bit of time 
is um, <laughs> is is getting a bank account open, but uh, the parliament over here is helping me set that up because they needed to give me a tax identity number, so they're Guernsey and blah, blah, blah. Look, all the banks, you know, you would think they would be desperate to open a bank account for me, right? They all need money, and yet they're also trying to uh, not misbehave. So that's where we're up to. So now I'm going to just open up to kind of just general questions. Unmute yourself if you want or whatever else, but that's the kind of quick update. So once again, in summary for everyone, we're probably going to move AMAs to monthly so that we can have a lot of stuff in one go. Newsletters are returning as well that I can promise you. It wasn't me just being lazy. I didn't want to say too much in newsletters until I kind of had moved. Didn't want to spook Israel or America. Um, track record wise, uh, blue chip, I think blue chip emerging blue chip, we uh, sorry, blue chip trader. I'm, I'm, I think there's a lot of opportunities now in Yuga, Azuki, um, in loans and in auctions that are popping up. So I'm pretty excited that we're mostly liquid. I think we've got 54 liquid in the trader. Emerging blue chips, Bella is focusing on pudgy penguins, chimpers, uh, meme land. Uh, she's taking over also for me probably soon on Renga. Uh, and we will also start quickly getting out our reports on um, art and odd ordinals because I think that that, you know, when people are unsure, they go back to the basics. And so, you know, traders always want to trade. Art tends to do the best then. I mean, we just saw a big push off from iconic, uh, iconic moments yesterday. Uh, and then also ordinals have still remained strong. So definitely, you know, things that are pure collectibles and pure art are a focus. Uh, and then, you know, the next six weeks really are devoted to uh, at least getting the different potential options available from a regulatory point of view. And that again breaks down into three different things. Number one, what status can we get for ownership of FatCat? So can we set up FatCats as a trust and all of you FatCat holders are bearer holders? Then number two, can we start to issue products like different funds or funds uh, and who will be allowed to invest in those? Most likely that will only be for an American, will only be institutional investors and uh, accredited investors. But again, if we get up the, the structure right for ownership, then all of you will benefit from all of that via owning Genesis Fat Cats. And then three, how can we leverage all of that in the form of, you know, repackaging research or doing fund administration for other groups uh, as an extra source of income? And once we know all of that, then we can start to talk branding and the potential launch of the junior Fat Cats and stuff like that. But wasting any money on branding right now until we can give that legal status would be silly. But I think you know, we have a lot going for us. We've remained under the radar, but I think we, we've been very strong on consistency of, of track record. I think we have governance down packed like most others don't. We're not running around like headless chickens, um, but we've remained just, you know, very under the radar. And I think that's a good thing because many of these other projects that did stuff with their floor pumps couldn't sustain it. And I want us to really kind of mimic Berkshire Hathaway and some of the other big holding companies whereby, you know, we, we're kind of quiet from times, but when we start to rise, we rise to those pr prices and kind of can stay there and sustain that. And then also, unfortunately, we've downgraded doodles and proof, as we said earlier, um, um, because, you know, they're, they're a bit of headless chickens right now. No one in the, you know, the communities in the proof ecosystem are just 
not understanding what the product is anymore. And similarly for Doodles. Clonex is, is struggling on price, but everything still makes sense over there. It's just kind of one, one move away, one good product offering away from, you know, being the darling again. But the community itself understands the product and is pretty happy with it. So that's, those are all the updates, everyone. Um, let's open up. How are you doing, Chio? How are you doing, AA? Coop, Willow, anyone unmute yourselves. Welcome. No, no questions, no anything. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, something else, we managed to sell our ETH lizards at one ETH each uh, before kind of they had their drop off. Uh, I don't know what happened over there, but we, we sold our ETH lizards. So we got out at cost uh, just because I, I was, you know, kind of aware um, that the announcement really wasn't that going to be that interesting. Uh, so, yeah. No, no timeline yet, Denera. In other words, I'm at the stage now where I need to get the, I need, I'm going to, like, there's going to be no perfect answer, right? So we're going to, what I'm going to be finding, working now with the lawyers is viable strategies. Then I'll bring those viable strategies to the council uh, and then to an AMA. So then, then as a community, we can decide because everything's going to be a bit of a trade-off, right? If we acknowledge ourselves as a company, then how do we get people the shares? If we choose to be a trust, okay, we're a trust, then are we acknowledging we're in equity or not, et cetera, et cetera. So everything's going to be a bit of a trade-off. For me, the ideal trade-off combination will be whereby the, the kind of the equity holders, meaning the fat cat holders, um, we, we do some kind of trust where you're a bearer holder of a fat cat, but then on kind of the official acknowledgement of a security or a financial product, we do on the funds, right? So, because I don't, I think it's not the end of the world if let's say we make like an other side fund and only accredited investors and institutions can invest in that because you will all still be able to hold fat cats if that makes sense, right? So as long as there's, you know, the the middle income people can come in via fat cats i don't mind if the products themselves are only for institutions and accredited investors because every fat cat owns a piece of that whole pie but if we if we can't solve that problem well then you know it's a little bit more uncomfortable right so i don't i don't have the answers yet but i should have some idea of options uh i would say by mid-april does that answer your question Yonero? I moved to the Isle of Sock, which is next to Guernsey. So yeah, I'll show you. And this is where I'll show you a picture also of where the banks and stuff are. The the lawyers and things that I met are just off in are in Guernsey, uh, just off the high street. So this is. Let me see, I'll send you a picture. And when I kind of like pop over on a ferry from Sark, um, this is what, this is where it basically goes to. So this, this highlighted in red is the high street. I'm, I'm gonna stop the recording. So this is the end of the AMA. Uh, we're now gonna just have a casual chat. 
And let me stop that there.